0: Back. I'm your host, Brian Arbusha. on this week's episode, we will be reviewing Abiturno and the package the ninth and 10th episodes from the final season of Lost. And for this episode, I've invited back onto the show Rocco who specifically asked to be here to review Abaterno. So I'd like to welcome back to the show Rocco. Why specifically did you want to be back on for this episode?
1: Abaterno is in my opinion one of the best episodes of the whole show. It's the it's one of the it's one of the episodes that feels most like a almost like a standalone movie. Yeah. You know, it, it is one that it's one, you know, some people nowadays when they discover the show, they put, have it on Netflix, they put it on while they're doing other stuff and you know, whatever. Abe Terno was all the, all, all, is one of the episodes where I always tell people, Hey, that one, sit down, dim the lights and play that one. You know, like don't do, don't be distracted. Yeah. Cause to me, it's like, it, it's like a movie. Yeah. Um, so I've always really liked that. Um, it, I don't think it gets the attention that it deserves because I feel like it is close enough to the finale that it gets drowned out by all the noise about that. Yeah. Everyone discusses the finale. Oh, season six. What'd you think of the finale? What'd you think of the flash sideways? What'd you think of whatever? And that episode gets lost in the shuffle when I think it's just, I'm not going to say it's the number one episode, but I think it's in the, it's in the ballpark of one of the best episodes of the show. Yeah. I think um in terms of the story it tells and 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 honestly just as a fan it was great getting a big payoff to this kind of small character that everybody liked but yeah. you didn't really get much info on you know
0: absolutely and that and that's one thing that I that I've always talked a lot about when it comes to lost is that there's a lot of episodes that you have the expectation mm-hmm. of having Something to pay attention to. Obviously, the season yeah. finales and the se- the season premieres are always something that you're going to want, of course, to, to see because they're the hook that brings you in. Right. But what's great about this show, and and, and the reason why we're even doing, uh, you know, this discussion, mm-hmm. is that it, that there's stuff throughout the episode that's constantly been provided to you mm-hmm. that are throughout the series. That you should absolutely be paying attention to. Sure. So one of the things that we've always wondered since what was it season three that we yeah. first even see this guy, Richard, and we have no idea who he is. Yeah. And he's introduced to us as a scientist at mm. the middle bio foundation to try to bring Juliet right. yeah. to only find out in this episode, you know, we've been hinted that there may be time travel. There may be all these mm-hmm. other mystic things going on, on you know, in the background. But to find out that he has this ability to not age, mm-hmm. you know, and dive into where he where he had come from and why he's there, yeah, they do a really good job of that. I mean, you spend pretty much, if not the entire episode, mm-hmm. in the flashback. You only have right at the beginning they're sitting around yeah, the campfire to right. kind of like volley it up for you, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is just in the back, yeah, or in in the flashback. Which yep. this is the first flashback of season six
1: yeah out of all Didn't even think about that out of all uh-huh. of
0: the episodes like you know um we're still trying to figure out what's going on with these flash sideways yeah. at this point in the yeah. series and and we had never gone back to a flashback we'd already been yeah. dwindling off of them um in sure. season five flashbacks were the current time where you know they it, they did a really cool thing and i mentioned it before on the show it you kind of realize that that the time that you had can like conceptualized in your head, Mm -hmm. you know, you start off seeing 2004 and then the flashbacks of their previous time. Sure. Then you start being in the past and seeing flashbacks of their previous life, you know, of their experiences, but those are technically in the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's nice to kind of go back to a, Hey, here's a character. Let's teach you some more about him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Boil it down to the simplest. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: so, you know, what what happens is you find out that Richard is, you know, from 1867 yeah. from the Canary Islands, um so from Spain. Yeah. And then, you know, you find out that um all of this is kind of set up when his his wife is sick yeah. and he has to go ride and get uh, medicine from the doctor. Can I can
1: I actually just even right there? Yeah. Sorry. This is going to be a long one. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stop every step of the way, oh, but please. No, but just to add to what I was saying though about this being like a movie, what just further, sell, and I mean that just in a story sense, it tells, a, even though it connects to past stuff and continuity or whatever on the show, it still tells a great standalone story. And what I think does, you know, so I'm talking about it on a story level, but I'm also talking about just the details of how they do it. And you bring up the shot, the first shot you see is him riding the horse to his house and what just sells this episode so well. And it's such an, I, I say the word unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, no one else would do stuff like this, but man, Michael Giacchino has this amazing theme that just comes in, in this episode Yeah, for this episode, when he rides in on that horse and you start hearing, like, I mean, I could do this all day, you know, and recreate it for you, but um, (laughs) maybe just look it up on YouTube. But This whole episode has its own theme that that is contained to this episode too, you know? And it just adds to like, wow, okay, this hour is going to be an adventure. You know what I mean? So anyway, I just remember being really taken aback by... By that, seeing him on that horse in the Canary Islands, which is definitely not Hawaii, they definitely went to the Canary Islands. No, but uh, but but the you know the music and everything, they really did a good job making it like this episode is not like the others. You yeah, know? and I thought that was really cool.
0: And and that was something that I've mentioned before in the entirety of the show mm-hmm. is each episode and each character gives you a very unique type of episode, and and up until season four. You yeah. were kind of getting one week, it was like a, a, a drama. One yeah. was like a medical drama. Mm-hmm. One was a fugitive drama. Yeah. One was a spy movie with, uh, you know, anything that Saeed was doing. Yeah. One was a crime movie with, uh, with Sawyer. Yeah. But when you kind of hit season four and five and then really get to season six, yeah. it becomes kind of just, this is what Lost is. Uh huh. Um, and you, and, and this is kind of like the meat and potatoes of this show. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, uh, that they did in this episode that I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. was, this is the middle point of this, of this season. Yeah. This is episode nine of technically 18. Yeah. And you're kind of given... All the information that you either didn't know before yeah. or need to know moving forward, yeah. so that you can understand the rest of yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and this series has so much in it that they they would have these episodes. This one happened to be a lot more exciting, mm-hmm. but they would have these episodes where they kind of gave you a slower episode with yeah. a lot of information, mm-hmm. but people would ca- would call that filler, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. Sure. Everything you see in Lost makes sense for one reason or another. Sure. And it just has to be located.
1: Yeah, exactly. There and there's some things we'll get to later whatever mm-hmm. that are in this episode that are you take as metaphorical or or uh or not. Oh, they don't really mean that and then really they do. <laughs> yeah. You, you take There's a lot of that in the show in general, but uh anyway. Yeah,
0: and yeah. a lot of little detail like you know when he's in the prison after he's committed the you know that murder yeah. and kills the doctor He's asking for forgiveness from from that priest. Yeah. And the priest tells him there is not enough time for you to ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. As a priest, they typically give you a penance yeah. that you are supposed to work over. It's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. And this father already knows his his life is over. He's going to yep. he's going to be hung the next day. He has no time to repent. Sure. So he won't he won't fool him with false forgiveness. Mhm. Um, so I think that that's really interesting, considering what his gift ends up being yeah. from from Jacob. So that's yeah. that's something that I that I feel like helps you to kind of see why Lost writes not vaguely but writes the way that they do. Yeah. So that's always something that that I really appreciated. The other thing, of course, is that kind of without ceremony. They show you exactly what the Black Rock is, Yeah. confirm any sort of thoughts or theories you might have had yep. previously, denies any others, and just sh- shows you exactly what's going Bluntly, on.
1: Bluntly, you see that boat smack that. You get two answers in one. Exactly. They both literally collide. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, you know how the Black Rock got into the middle of the island, mm-hmm. and you know why the statue is down and all that stuff. But what's great, too, is in that same five minutes... Mm-hmm. You get a very subtle thing too for the super super psycho fans like mm. me um where the guy uh running the boat or the guy who's the captain of the boat Magnus honzo yeah uh you hear his name for, yeah. uh uh I think the first time out loud in the show now I think his name. His name, you could see if you were very, very, uh, you know, astute and looking carefully on the blast door map in the hatch. There are all these things on, you know, the map under the black light that shows up where clearly somebody labeled the whole island. There is a place, last resting place of Magnus Hanzo. And, uh, you know, and I guess that's near the Black Rock or somewhere, you know, or it is near the, yeah, it's on the Black Rock probably but uh i don't remember I'm not, i don't have the map in front of me but um <laughs> magnus Hanzo... uh you know, you know you know what i'm sorry they mentioned i think they mentioned his name uh before when we saw widmore at an auction and they auctioned off the ledger yeah. from the black rock in i the i thought they i thought they said magnus Hanzo's name there they, but they, either way yeah okay well there you go but it's,
0: but again it's so it's it, subtle. in in true lost fashion yeah. they don't they don't put extra pageantry over one piece of information yeah. or another. Yeah. It's just whether or not that, that is prioritized to tell the story. Yeah. So that you heard it all the way back. And I think that was season four or yeah. three, but yeah. whatever yeah. you, you've heard his name and you, and you've already heard it in the Hanso foundation for the people who set up the Dharma initiative.
1: Yeah. So, and, and that, and that again is a perfect example of they give you all the info in the show. You just have to piece it together yourself. And you know, so it's like, how did the Dharma initiative, people were always like, how did the Dharma initiative even know about the Island? Well, they were funded by the Hanzo Foundation, who, I mean, that family probably pursued the shit out of where Magnus Hanzo went. Yeah. And that uh, ledger, however it happened, made its way off the island. So Mm -hmm. somebody reads it and they go, oh, there's some kind of weird fucking island. We have to find our way to that. You know, Widmore, obviously... uh, uh, gets it to, maybe that helps them kind of get back there, whatever it is. But, um, but anyway, yeah, you know, so the Hanzo family knew about it. The Dharma initiative came out of that. They don't, Mm -hmm. no one sits down and tells you that. Exactly. But if you're following the paper trail, you can, okay, I see how they found this.
0: And and exactly like, you know, earlier on we had seen where orchid station ends up. Yeah. And the, the one thing that I brought up to everybody is when they flash through time. Yeah. Sawyer's left there holding the rope obviously they're telling you in that scene it's prehistoric
1: Mm -hmm. or
0: pre like very early on at least before 1867 is what Mm -hmm. we know now but they found the rope in the ground and that's the reason they dug that location so Mm -hmm. that answers even the smallest question that you could possibly have on lost is how would they have known where this pocket of energy even was yeah well here's why yeah because there was a rope in the ground that was there Yeah, and this goes into, and I spent a lot of time talking about this in season five. the The main thing about whatever happened happened isn't just kind of a pass off in Lost, Mm -hmm. because they even say it in in this episode or in the package. Mm -hmm. They say, uh, I think Locke or Man in Black says to Claire, and then whatever happens happens. Mm -hmm. The idea is the things that occurred in Lost all occurred for a reason, and why they happened. May not necessarily be discovered, mm. but it happened and that's why they're here. Yeah. Everything, like you just said, the Hanzo Foundation, why would they even be involved? Who are they? What do they care about? Hey, all I need to know, mm. they may be, they were just trying to find all of our Hanzo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Our, exactly. our, our, or Magnus Hanzo. Magnus Hanzo. Hanzo. Yeah.
0: Because they know that, that they had gone off and he had disappeared, so they were trying to find him. Yeah. Oh, why would they be doing that? I don't know why was Penelope looking for Desmond that entire time? Yeah. Because that's family. That's people you care about. You can figure out a reason. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the things that, that I always want people to take away from this show mm-hmm. is look deeper. Cause sure. Cause that, the answer is there. Even in the scene, when we see the black rock coming onto the Island and breaking the statue, mm-hmm. we're also getting another answer just about who these people were. Yeah. Who was actually on the boat. Yeah. Um, we also are confirmed that Jacob is bringing these people to the island. Yeah. Now, we'd already heard it, but we see that he's been doing it for years.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's where, if you want to tie it back to the lighthouse and the names on the dial and all of those, you know, yeah. little things, well, how's he able to know these people? How's he able to know which people in the future are there? Well, obviously the electromagnetic properties on the island are manipulating In some way or another, the mirrors so that he can see through space and time. Yeah, yeah. We know if you leave the island or come to the island on the wrong bearing, Mm. time is distorted. Yeah. So that's something that is answered without having somebody write it down on a piece of paper and hand it to you and go, here's the answer and point it. Right, exactly. So that's something that I think is really, really cool. One thing that I did notice from this episode, and it made me think back to a, a few other instances... When the uh, the man in black comes in as the smoke monster yeah. and actually gets up in Richard's face, yeah, he does yeah. the same thing he did to both Locke oh, and Echo.
1: Yeah, yeah the scanner the technique. Scanning
0: <laughs> like with the light. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it does, but this is now the third, and they say three is definitely not a you know, three's a pattern, yeah. two's coincidence. With this, it's some sort of information pulling. Because they use that to yes, manipulate. Yes, definitely. It. And the light, obviously, we know light in loss manipulates time in some way or another. A mm-hmm. white, brilliant light. So we know he's taking information and... Yeah, and then he retreats. I
1: think I think almost like gold light in this show represents yeah d- represents time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't moments after that don't we see his wife? Don't yeah. we see Richard Albert's wife start walking around again? Yeah. And
0: and that's exactly it. So in in the previous or in the previous encounters with the smoke monster, it had been Yemi shows up, yeah. or something in in Locke's past was brought yeah. up. What we're realizing though is that the man in black. Can't directly affect certain things. He has to have other people do it for him. Mm -hmm. He is the master at finding the loophole.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Even when he comes into the broken statue Mm -hmm. and the bodyguards are there. Yeah. One of them is pouring down a circle of ash. And I brought this up already on the show when it happened. They talk about how he finds a loophole. That's how he's able to even be invited into Jacob's lair. Sure. Or whatever you want to call it. He knocks the pillar next to him, which knocks the guy out of the ash circle. Yeah. Literally finding his loophole. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> old. he's human intelligence. He's, mm-hmm. he's smart. He's not just brute force. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to take all of the motivations like we have for all other characters yeah. and really apply it to this character or Richard's character or any character yeah. to really see what their patterns are. Totally yeah and so that was something cool to see that I hadn't noticed before even though you know you and I've watched this probably collectively 50 times <laughs> um, but that was something that's really cool yeah uh, likewise he mentions to Richard once he frees him. It's good to see out of those chains. And that's how he indicated to Richard yeah. over a hundred years later yeah. who he was when he actually left.
1: Yeah, for, I forgot about that. <laughs> so that's
0: that's something that's really cool. Like you see the man in black sort of start to piece together his plan. One of the things that we do see the man in black actually do is ask Richard to do exactly what he had been do. He asks him to do whatever he says and he tries to bribe him with seeing his wife yeah and you can see that failure turns into something that becomes a longer plan yeah later on down the line with ben yeah so that's something that as well is really interesting to see the progression even in this short time of the character man black yeah and we can see that his deceit goes as far as trying to call jacob the devil yeah whether or not you know if it's true he's telling you the reason why he's trying to leave this place is the devil stole his body yeah and that's why he can be the smoke. And you don't know where that's going yet. Sure. But Lost doesn't really make as many illusions, or, you know, they're yeah. not as, they're not as like cloak and dagger with everything as you think they are. Yeah.
1: Sometimes. Everything seems like it's an allegory for something and it's actually very literal. Sometimes it's very <laughs> literal. One of the main ones
0: and, and, and the biggest thing that we hear in this episode is, is that they're in hell or yeah. that hell will be let loose. Yeah. And that's something that actually gets explained later on in the episode when yes. when Jacob is talking to Richard after after yeah. he's sent on the same mission Saeed was yeah. with the same dagger, don't let him speak all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He talks about this is the evil, darkness, malice, whatever you want to call it, this is that hell. Mm-hmm. And whether it's that person getting off the island or what the cork is holding back, mm. That is evil. Mm-hmm. Do we need to know more than that? Honestly, no. Yeah. In in the show, like Lost, it it's kind of just giving you that little bit of a of a extra explanation. Yeah. With a very literal definition. Sure. There's nothing else you need to know. Here's this. Here is this bottle. Yeah. Here's a great example. Yeah. The island is holding the evil back. Yeah. So we can't let it out because if the evil spreads, we all go to hell yeah uh, we exactly. said it. Widmore said it. we hear them say it a million times in this episode, yeah, uh
1: yeah, you see you hear her I guess we're jumping around a little bit, but the when uh Richard's wife says that at the end of the episode, yeah, if you don't you know take care of this now, we all go to hell. it all felt so like, oh, so to speak, oh okay, yeah when I first watched it, but it's like as the season went on, it was like no you know, I think she really meant it like and honestly, I didn't really think about that until the show was over mm-hmm. it was like. You know, yeah, I, I think I think that was completely literally, maybe. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just another example of that, of these metaphorical things being actual real things. But I also like too. I will say this: I also like how much the show. I mean, this bugged some people, but I like how much the show touched on afterlife stuff so much. Yeah, through the the last season, you know, because throughout all the years the show was on, people were like, oh, I bet they're dead the whole time. Oh, I bet they're in purgatory. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And the creators of the show flat out kept saying, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. But they kept doing stuff in this last season to scare people almost. Like, again, beginning of this episode, Richard Alpert was like, we're in hell. Yeah. We're not on an island. We never were. We're in hell. We're, you know, it's like he's believing his own myth. And you think like, oh no, is this true? They're really, they're in hell the whole show. But that's not, literally what that is you know
0: yeah and that that's one of the things that i think helped make this journey of watching lost so exciting yeah uh you really didn't know what to believe and sometimes they straight up gave you an answer yeah they straight up just told you what it was but you're like i don't know if i trust that yeah (laughs) but really it it was what actually is going on and and that's one of those cases where no they you know They're not in hell. They're not in purgatory. They're not in any of this. They're just playing on that idea. Yeah. Because the idea of mortality and they even show why they aren't dead by Jacob taking Richard out and trying to drown him. Yeah. So you know what? Even if you are dead, why are you still trying to preserve yourself? Yeah, exactly. doesn't (laughs) matter. Yeah. You're trying to stay alive. You don't want to die. Mm. And then he, he even says that that's the gift he gets from Jacob. He says, then I don't ever want to die. And as a result, I mean he doesn't. So that's something that I think people it's hard for you to go into it and go, I'm just gonna take this at face value. But a lot of times in lost, it turns out that it is. And yeah. that's and that's something that I that I love that they would play on the expectation yeah. and use that to make the journey a lot more fun. Yeah. Even earlier on the season when um Saeed had been shot mm-hmm. and he's talking about what do you think will happen to me after I die? This season especially, and I mentioned it a lot on this this podcast, this season talks so much about what might happen to us after we die. Yeah. And this whole idea of the afterlife. Yeah,
1: they just keep bringing it up. And they keep bringing
0: it up and setting it up and like... That physical body isn't the most important thing. Yeah. I brought that up before and now we're hearing the man in black talking about how his body was stolen.
1: <laughs> and we can
0: kind of believe that given the fact that he can turn into a giant pillar of smoke.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so suspend your expectations and be open and take what they're giving you because it might just actually give you the answer that you've been looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but one of the things that I really wanted to dive deep into is the concept of that Jacob has of not wanting to be directly involved in helping these people find what's good and what's evil. Because if he's the one who's influencing them, he says, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know, if, if I have to tell you what to do, then it's meaningless. You Mm -hmm. haven't come to it on your own. So this then goes back and also answers the question of why didn't he try to stop Ben? Yeah. And then we also had that actually kind of answered by miles when he says up until that pierced his heart, He thought better of you. Yeah. He really believed that you wouldn't. Yeah. So the idea behind Jacob, I think, and why he brings Richard in, because that's what this is all setting up, is that he realized that Richard points out, actually he doesn't realize, that the man in black will influence yeah, And while it's nice to have this experiment to prove your point, you're going to lose if you don't put an effort in.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you never have any say in anything.
0: And, and, and so he realizes this with Richard and gives him this gift because he sees that Richard has kind of a little bit of an insight. Or like Ben had said before, he's kind of an advisor. Yeah. He gives you an opinion that you may not want to hear, but it really gets you to look at it a little bit differently. Because it, it changed sort of the course of what he was doing. From that point on, I don't know if that's when Jacob had necessarily started to bring more people to the island or started to kind of like write down candidates. Mm. But I think that that's definitely a change in how he was managing the people on the island. Sure. Because we hear later on the episode, the man in black's intent on leaving. And he knows that the only way he'll leave is if Jacob dies and Jacob says, well, I'll replace myself. Yeah. So he says, then I'll kill them too. Yeah. His main goal is to get off the island. Yeah. And we don't know why he wants to get off the island so bad, but we know what his intention is. Yeah. And I think that that's something that Lost does a really good job of. It doesn't need to define the exact reasons why. You just need to know what's happening in the show. Yeah. And then given that substantiation, you'll you'll be able to see it. Yeah. Um. So I think that's something that's that's really cool to actually see the the kind of big picture being set
1: up yeah last season exactly
0: when you're this far into a a sci-fi show yeah there's a lot going on
1: yeah definitely and (laughs) and
0: i've never watched a show as intently as i have lost but i can imagine that there are other shows that get this deep into the sci-fi i mean look at star wars look at star trek oh yeah uh personally you and i before have, have said like hey do you think 50 years after loss is over, we'll still be talking about theories and questions and everything. (laughs) We're almost there. (laughs) And as I stand by this podcast, yeah. I mean, there's so much to it that it makes it easy to revisit because there are answers Yeah, and it's fun to dive, dive in and, and see them. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing that, uh, that Jacob says, and I want, I want to get your opinion on this. He tells Richard that when the people come to this Island, their past doesn't matter here. Yeah. How do you feel about that when you kind of see that we spent a lot of the first three seasons Mm -hmm. learning about all of these people's past? And we're literally learning about one of their, you know, one of these people's past on the island. Yeah. Do you think that it's more of a, because the way I took it is that here you can, you have a new start. Yeah. And the main, the main reason for that for me was one of the episodes is called Tabula Rasa. Yeah. In the first season which yeah. means blank slate. Yeah. So for me that's kind of telling you you come to this island whatever you did before means nothing. Mm. Look at Kate. She's a fugitive because she she killed her dad. Right. Look at Jack, he cheated on his wife. He you know basically yeah. caused his father to relapse into alcoholism. Yeah. Uh Saeed was a torture like I could list all of what they did. They're all broken. So what do you think about Jacob's comment to Richard Telling him that your past doesn't matter on the island. Do you think this is one of those times where loss is being very figurative or absolutely literal? Do you think it's really they have the opportunities here, or or what? What do you kind of take from that? Uh,
1: yeah. I, well, I, yeah. I think the show by him saying the past doesn't matter, or you know, when they're here, the past doesn't matter, kind of thing. I think it's all the whole show to me is about self judgment. Um, Not any kind of judgment from other things or the kind of like Judeo-Christian like judgment of yourself or others. It's all just, it's all of self. It's all, you know, what can you, uh, you know, it's all self. Yeah, it's all self-judgment. Yeah. I think when they come to the island, they're free of any law or any uh, thing that would possibly... uh, you know insert itself in terms of uh you know is this the right thing to do well the court says that well the court Mm. any anything left in anything from civilization that would judge you is gone so they really only have themselves to to go off of when it comes to their own judgment and things like that you know uh yeah they were all assholes when they got to the island but when they get there maybe you know they can they technically could all be super kind to each other and work together but of course it doesn't go that way you know the guy who is the the con man is trying to be the con man again and you got, you know it's these self self-repeating or you know self-destructive whatever kind of things and uh that's kind of how we are is we that's almost our safety net you know yeah. with people it's like if they take me somewhere okay well i'm going to cling to what i was best at whether it was good or bad that's me you know and that's what i know and that's my that's my world and people are afraid to change and i think that that's what you know a major thing with jacob is that he's like you know he sees it too he brings people and and man in black says it to him in, in at the end of season five you know you bring him here they they fight they they corrupt they destroy and they you know whatever whatever the exact line was yeah, it, it, all, and it always ends the same yeah you know uh But he said, but it only ends once, everything past that is just progress. Absolutely. You know, and I think that's his, that's his whole MO is it's like, I'm going to do this eventually and people will eventually learn that they don't have to, because the world is a certain way, they don't have to respond that same way. They can, they can change. People can change, you know? And, um, and that's a recurring thing through the show too, is not only, not only were they maybe bad, you know, maybe they acted bad or did bad things in their past, but they also had bad things inflicted on them. They all have Daddy issues, mommy issues, (laughs) whatever. And so it gets into the debate of, you know, if you're a bad person, did you do that yourself or did someone do it to you It's nature, nurture kind of thing? Exactly. So I think that's, I think even Jacob doesn't really have an answer for that necessarily as much as he, what he tries to do is bring people to this blank slate of a place and see, you know, over time, I think they can change, you know, um, you know, that's his theory and he's testing it, you know, so Yeah, I think when people come to that island, you know, he's giving them an opportunity to kind of, you know, can they, can they evolve? So I think what he says is legit, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think that's definitely seen throughout a lot of the characters. They come to the, they come to the island and any encumbrance is dissolved. Yeah. Anything that they've done over, over their life, entire lifetime is dissolved. Yeah. Doesn't matter that Jack had a wife. Doesn't matter that Kate did whatever. Doesn't matter anything. Here on the island, they can choose to do whatever they want. Right. And that's something that is really kind of not spoken about, but they carry these weights. Yeah. And you have Sawyer with the letter. Yeah. And and he's not able to get over it until he's literally able to fulfill his mission. Yeah,
1: and Kate with her plane and Mm -hmm. and Jack with his dad literally walking over. Yeah. But uh but you know, but that's what makes the that's what makes the man in black, you know, the man in black, I mean you'll see as the season goes on, there's more to him than just oh he's bad. Yeah. There's way more to it than that. No one in the show is truly black or white. Yeah. You know? Uh no one is like that. But what does make him what does put him in the villain position whether whether there's reasons for him to be a certain way or not what does ultimately put him in the villain seat is that he does embody he he does embrace past baggage Mm -hmm. You know, and so they literally, I mean, and again, that's another thing that's not metaphorical in the show, Yeah, you know, facing their own baggage. No, it's almost literal. I mean, they don't literally go against baggage, like in the sense of like luggage, like at the airport, but baggage in the sense of your past BS, he embodies that. He is, you know, oh yeah, you want to see your wife again? Oh, aren't you sad about your wife? Remember your wife? Don't Mm -hmm. forget your wife. I, I could show you your wife, you know it's the perfect embodiment of that he can't let go of it he can't start anew here because you've got this guy that clings to that stuff and uses it and that's and and that's what i think the show is is trying to show you is like it's it's not necessarily the man of black is a bad guy i mean maybe yeah maybe maybe his causes are noble to him but It's intent. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with it? Well, okay. You're kind of being manipulative, but there are examples of Jacob being manipulative in this season too. Yeah. So it just depends on what is your ultimate goal with it though. You know, what's your intention with all. Yeah. And that's really, you know, where, you know, we can all be, we can all be a jerk sometimes, but it really, I think depends on where are you, where are you going with it? If it's for a greater cause, was it worth it? Maybe it was, that's a debate, you know, or, you know, I don't know, I'm going off on a tangent now, but <laughs> but,
0: but you know that, what I mean, though? But that's kind of the idea behind the whole ar- argument or the whole statement here, yeah. is that you're watching these people effectively having to deal with these past issues, Yeah. which really, if they took the advice that Jack was given by his dad, which yeah. is just to let go, you see what benefits they could have. Yeah. Locke is a great example of yeah. letting everything go and embracing the island. The other people who have done that, Rose and Bernard, who at this point have taken themselves out of the equation. Yeah. You know, they had three choices by the man in black's description. Yeah. Either, uh, you know, you stay and you do what what he asked you to do, what Jacob asked you to do. You uh, do nothing or what was the third
1: one? You die. Or you die. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: it's it's basically the the option they took of, okay, well, we don't care about the conflict. We have each other. Yeah, exactly. Which ties back to the live together, die alone, the whole idea behind that. So yeah. I think it's definitely something that we get to see a lot throughout the series. It's just hard to make sure you notice each time it comes up. Yeah, yeah. So that pretty much covers everything that I had written down yeah. that I wanted to cover. So what I want to talk about is just that last scene where we see the man in black sitting on the log and mm. Jacob comes up to him. This is now the, sw- the switch between what yeah. we had seen the last time where man in black approaches Jacob on the beach right when the black rock is offshore Mm -hmm. and he hands him the the bottle yeah that we had gotten this big metaphor on the evil inside of it he takes the bottle and it and it's kind of a goofy shot yeah and he breaks (laughs) it over the log that he's sitting on yeah circumventing the cork yeah and getting his end result yeah and that's something that i think is really important for the character man in black is that, like you said, he's not necessarily evil. Yeah. Just like Jacob kind of doesn't do anything like totally good or totally bad. There's always this bit of a gray area and there's this own sort of, um, personal responsibility. And it's always up to you to sort of push where you're going to be next. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that you can see throughout the series. Mm -hmm. Those people who have, that motivation and that intent, they're they're pushing towards their goal, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it takes destroying the entire thing that holds it. They're gonna get to their end result. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's to me what that whole breaking over the the yeah. the log and the and the darkness spreading is. Yeah, he's right. not
1: just gonna he's not just gonna use a little uh, you know uh, wine opener yeah to get the cork out. He's bashing the whole bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever means necessary. And again, that could... You know, there... Well, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of this episode or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But that is... To to this day, there's still a lot of people that go like... You know, there's such a fear of letting the Man in Black off the island. Mm -hmm. Like, they say like, oh, we all go to hell. They say like, it's going to destroy... They talk about how everyone's dead. Everyone is toast if, if that happens. Yeah. But people... I I still see to this day, a lot of people that go that nothing would have happened. That guy was not that, uh, that guy wasn't like totally a murderer. He wouldn't have done, you know, he just wanted to get off the Island. That's it. It wouldn't have been that bad. What was so bad? Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, well, you're only thinking about him. You're not mm-hmm. thinking about what he was going to do to get off the island. and that's really the fear that's here. Yeah. We don't know that yet at this point in the show watching it, but I mean again, you see with that bottle of wine symbolizing everything, he is not going to um can you can someone just take the cork out? Yeah, thank you. okay um he's going to bash the whole thing. In order to uh, achieve what he wants to do, yeah. you know, he's 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 over the system that's in place, absolutely, and he's going to destroy it. What does that mean? It's that's more the threat versus uh, him just, hey, I'm in the United States now. I might stab someone, you know. It's not like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's going to do something destructive. It's it's kind of telling you how far he will
0: go to get off this island. Because yeah. he literally says it to Jacob that yeah. I'll kill you to get off this island. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll find a replacement. I'll kill anybody you bring to replace yourself. You're yeah. not hearing me. Yeah. All I want is to get off this island. And so I really think, much like you, the breaking of the glass over the wood, the cork stays in, doesn't matter. what The evil got out. <laughs> and yeah. what was there to hold it in yeah. is now gone. Yeah. And shattered. Yeah. And so that's a really cool thing. And that's why I'm really excited that you wanted to come back and, and especially beyond <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Because moving into the last few episodes of this series, there's so much going on that it's it's too much to really take in if it's only your first time. Yeah. And uh, that's partially why the show is called what it's called. Because yeah. Because <laughs> you have to go back to really l- notice everything that yeah. that's in this show. Absolutely. So thank you Rocco for coming on and helping me kind of break down some of these bigger themes and bigger theories that people might be having as you're going along in the show. Was there anything else that you wanted to add on to this episode that you felt people might not have seen or that kind of stood out to you differently or just any kind of main notes that you feel people should know moving forward?
1: Uh, I just want to say the last scene with uh, him uh, finally getting one last talk with his wife via Hurley was a tearjerker moment. Not, not quite. Uh, Penny, you answered the phone, but you know, on its way there. Yeah. Uh, that part really got me. I love that whole last part. Again, she mentions that we all go to hell. Thing she knows she's in the af- afterlife. Whatever she knows she has a pretty good idea what's going to happen if we're not careful, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, that was all really haunting. Um, but other than that, yeah, like I said, it was a, it was a, that was just it, it, at a time where the episodes were all very serialized and confusing to unravel. This was one that was a welcome standalone, mm-hmm. great story. Um, and I also think it's appropriate we're, right now, uh, not to derail too much, but right now we're recording this in my office, just out of any room. It, it seemed like we had the best sound in here. Yeah. And I think it's so appropriate that if you literally turn an inch, there's a giant poster <laughs> of Abe Turner. We didn't even plan that, but no. right behind me, there's a print. When when the show aired in its sixth season, uh, every week there was a new episode. ABC would put out a limited edition, only a few hundred, yeah. uh, like, uh... uh uh, screen print print whatever of uh, artwork for that episode at a random time so they were hard to get they'd go yeah. up and they were immediately gone I but missed the, this one one of the few that I was luck super lucky to get because I think this one sold out the quickest yeah was the black rock it's right there but what's great is it just looks like the black rock in the jungle sorry this is I know this is really entertaining for an audio uh, podcast but um, it's a it's a black rock in the trees but if you look really carefully you could see Richard Alpert standing right there and the words really small at the bottom say today is the first day I've ever come back, so it's his first moment where he ever walked back to the Black Rock. Yeah, a lot of people don't notice that's there, so I've always that's like my favorite artwork I have on the wall here. So it, it it's, is. It's funny we were drawn to the place that it was. <laughs> well,
0: I, <laughs> I think it's kind of hard to to be in your office. That's and true. There's like eight lost put- posts. <laughs> yeah. I
1: think
0: almost on all four walls. Yeah, uh, just three, about three of the four. Yeah, uh, no, just two. <laughs> but either way, I mean, yeah. the idea is that there's so much to loss that you can have this much like yeah and not have it be shouting at you just big white yeah, letters lost.
1: totally totally and that's that's a lot of a lot of layers to the show a lot of layers <laughs> to the show
0: so i'm glad that you're able to come back on and uh and tell people some more about some of the perspectives they might have missed this episode is really one of the ones that is well-liked, but I feel like it's constantly overlooked.
1: Yeah, not enough attention, definitely. Yeah. And, and I should also say, uh, uh, Nestor Carbonell, who plays uh, Richard Alpert, was criminally overlooked in this oh episode. Oh, my God. His acting, I mean, he is a transformed character. Yeah. You see him, he's got the he's completely speaking another language, and then he's got the accent, and then he, the pain that he goes through, I thought, was so like I said overlooked yeah when when this episode uh aired I thought this guy's got an Emmy right but but again the finale came and washed over everything yeah that's all anyone could talk about and so by the time the Emmys came I think Jack uh I, I think I want to say Matthew Fox got nominated yeah and, and good rightfully so I mean he's great too especially in the finale I mean he's incredible in the finale but N- Nestor got way overlooked that guy was so good and doesn't get enough credit for it
0: yeah and and you know fun fact to, to lead us out of this he almost wasn't even able to- to Come back if you recall to actually be on the show,
1: yeah. Wasn't he doing a CBS show? He was doing some
0: CBS show, and the writer's strike happened, yeah. During when that show had gotten picked up, he was the main character, and CBS execs were like, No, we're not authorizing his appearance on another station. Oh my god, but because of the writer's strike, and I mean, that's something that affected Lost itself, yeah. But because of the writer's strike, they were actually able to get him back on the show to finish it up, and I think it really helps. Put us where we need to be, moving into the final seasons, Absolutely. our final episodes of the final seasons. Yeah, definitely. So, thank you again, <laughs> Rocco. And next up, we'll be looking at the package. For this, there are just a few small points that I wanted to bring up to you, since a lot happened in Abiturno. One of the things that we learn in this episode is that the Man in Black needs all of them to leave so that he can actually get off the island. And then in our flash sideways, we actually see that Jin and Sun aren't married, they're having a secret affair. We also find out that she is pregnant in this episode, which means that she would have gotten pregnant off the island, where before, Jin was infertile. Moving along, I do love that they explain that the man in black can't actually leave the island in the smoke for me, so he has to take a boat. But once he gets there, he finally confronts Widmore, who is well prepared and has pylons set up all around the ajira plain but while man in black is there he says that war that was mentioned to john locke has come to the island now and we find out what widmore is actually here to do he's here to make sure that the man in black never makes it off the island he explains that if he does so much like we had mentioned earlier in Abiturno, everything will cease to be so these two episodes do a really good job of setting up how this show is going to play out as it ends. And that'll take us into the end of the episode where we find out the package that is being brought to the island is Desmond. And even though he had vowed to never return to this island, Widmore was able to bring him back. Folks, next week we will be reviewing Happily Ever After and Everybody Loves Hugo. I wanted to thank Rocco again for being on for Abiturno. Send in your thoughts, theories, questions, anything to Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at KingLordBrian. And until next week, Y'all take care.